Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration, sharing tips, tools, and talk. We're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. Okay, season two, episode six of Real Talk. This is Danielle and Jenna. (laughs) Hey guys. So we got a lot of awesome feedback from our last podcast and want to uh, basically just extend a bit more of that conversation. Uh, We talked about testimonies. So Yeah, Jenna shared, I shared, and um, just had a moment of really getting real. Um, Definitely, if you missed it, go back, check it out. And um, such a power in sharing your story and your testimony. Your story is different from anybody else's. And so there's something that, um, something you've overcome that you can share with others that really, truly can empower them. And so as we prayed into and talked about what we're focusing on today, the topic of boundaries and rest uh, came up. And so we're just going to continue sharing testimony. Uh, but before that, want to share just a couple things about overall wellness. So Jenna, I know you've got lots of stories and, and I'm, you know, I look forward to hearing them. They always, especially when it, when it comes to like mothering, I'm so new at mothering. And so <laughs> your mom's, your mom's stories teach me. Um, but when we, you know, when we talk about things like boundaries, um, you know, for those listening, we're, we're talking about, um, the fact that we're created body, spirit, and soul, right. We're created wonderfully. The scripture says, and, uh, Proverbs 4.23 actually says to guard the affections of the heart, um, for they affect all that you do. So it truly matters what you're spending time doing, um, you know, what are the, what are the boundaries in your life? Uh, and then the scripture goes on to say, pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being for from there flows the wellspring of life. So yeah, boundaries, I mean, they define us. Um, they help us better care for our body, our spirit, our soul. And so Jen and I are really going to share some further testimonies and, and, uh, just encourage, uh, listeners to, um, well, yeah, really think about like, what are your, your wellness boundaries and, and how do those play out in your life? Um, so I know Jenny, you've got lots of scriptures and, uh, you know, we're going to talk about rest too, which is so important. Actually, you know what, when you were talking, I was thinking about boundaries, how the Bible is literally filled with boundaries. Like God has given us as his children boundaries, which we live by. And it makes sense. Like as a mother, like I know that I personally have boundaries, um, for my children, you know, as long as you're, you know, living in this house, these are, these are the boundaries, like you're free, but these are the boundaries in which I, you know, expect you to act, um, in, in things that I expect you to do. And so, you know, I was thinking about one of the boundaries that I have in my own life is, and this was something that 
for me, it was a struggle, but it was getting up early in the morning to spend time with the Lord, you know, and that's just one of those things that I have to guard in my life. Um, cause we'll see, as we talk about rest, as we continue to talk about rest, a lot of it is, um, finding rest for our souls, you know, and how we can do that. So our souls are mindful and emotions. I don't know about you, but when I am not functioning out of place of rest, and again, this isn't like making sure you have like enough sleep or like you need a nap or, or things like that, but it's, it's living from a place of peace and rest in God. And, um, but when I am not in that place, my soul gets out of whack. (laughs) I can be hollering at my kids or just kind of like moody or, or things like that. And so, um, I have a scripture here that I wanted to share on rest, um, in Psalms 116, seven, it says, return to your rest, my soul for the Lord has been good to you. And so, you know, whenever I can think of a time I remember I was like in the heat of motherhood. And I was like, we were just talking. I was like, SOS <laughs> thrown in the towel. <laughs> like I can bear it. Like I'm dying. I'm like, this is like a slow death, you know? And I felt like I just was wiped, you know? And I don't remember exactly what was going on at that time. Like if kids were sick or we had busy schedules, probably both. Um, but I just remember I was like doing the dishes and like the dishes seemed so hard. I just was like, <laughs> like I was like on the verge of tears. Like I just needed help. And I just felt overwhelmed. And I just remember I was doing the dishes and I just turned on worship music and I just started praising God. And in that moment, like there was something supernatural that happened where it truly did return me to a place of rest and my soul settled down and I was able to find peace again. And really God strengthened me in that moment. And so it's funny because that I'm talking about this, something about dishes, man, because this morning, um, we started our day off, you know, with homeschool with Demi and Luca and we read scripture. We're actually reading in Mark. And then I just was prompted to teach my kids, right? Because we always have to like teach our kids the principles of God, but sometimes we tweak them a little bit so that they're just, you know, for their age, their understanding. And so I went through with them and I said, okay, I want the two of you to go over and I want you to do the dishes, but instead of like moaning and complaining, remember the Israelites did that. And where did that get them? I want you, and I'm going to turn up their worship music. And I just want you guys to praise God. And if you watch my Facebook stories today, if you're listening to the podcast, you'll be able to see it. But I videotaped taped my son, Luca. He like had a spatula in his hand and he was like swinging it like this. And he was like praising during um, doing the dishes. And it was just so funny. But I told my kids, I said, when you begin to praise God, especially when you're doing things, maybe that you don't like, it changes things. It changes the posture of your heart. Mm. So that's so good. I love that. That's so good. Another scripture in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And, you know, I remember when I came to the Lord, I was so, 
I would say distraught. Like I was so beaten down. My mind was like a battle zone, right? Like it was tormented. And that's the thing today I'm so thankful for. It's just the the peace, you know, that only Jesus can give you like in your mind. And, you know, it's how we can still have joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength, you know? So like even in difficult times, you know, like things, you know, the world's going through, you know, it'd be really easy to just kind of spiral down, but, um, yeah, because we, we know Jesus, we can have that rest and that peace. Yeah. Yeah. And one, one word from him, one moment being in the word, uh, a quiet moment with Jesus, that is the kind of rest that empowers us to keep going. It's so different. And I think you would, you had alluded to this, just like, we're not, we're not talking about the kind of rest, like about sleep, but yes, sleep is important. Get enough sleep. Uh, Women, I think they say it's like eight to nine, (laughs) you know, but getting enough sleep, but then there's the kind of rest that we operate from that enables us to do the things that we're called to do. And it, it makes me think of like in Isaiah 58, and I know I've brought this up on the podcast before, but it's so good. I want to bring it up again. But uh, verse eight in Isaiah 58 says, then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will appear quickly. Then your righteousness will go before you. But what's all before that? Before that is the loosening the chains of injustice, Mm -hmm. right? Walking with people, um, untying the cords of yoke, whether that be from family, from friends, um, is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? Um, when you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Right. And it, and it goes through all of these other things. Like if you stop speaking wickedly, if, and so there's, there's really something to this where one word, one moment with the Lord And living in such a way where, again, we're doing what we're called to do. He gives us that indunimal power, enables us, empowers us um, to do what we're supposed to do. And, oh, my gosh, there's been so many times like in motherhood, Jenna, where I'm like, I mean, just even like the last couple of days um, have felt tired, like Hadassah hasn't sleeping the best. And I, I mean, even this morning, I didn't get as much time as I normally would you know, being in the word. And so, I mean, even things like this, this, this encourages me, right. This, this, this is something for my spirit, something for my soul. Um, and, 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 and in a way it's kind of like a boundary, like this is what I'm doing at like Friday afternoons. I get to do this. You know what I mean? So, um, any other stories on boundaries or rest? Otherwise I've got, I've got a couple more I could, I could share. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, it actually says in Proverbs 28, but those who love the truth strengthen their souls. Um, you know, and I just think Mm. about how, you know, we're created to be and what the Bible says to be led by the spirit, you know, and I think we've probably talked about this before, but I know for myself personally, like I was led by my soul, (laughs) like, you know, and so getting proper alignment with, you know, your soul and your body being behind your spirit and your spirit and the Holy spirit leading, you know, um, your, so our spirit is seated in heavenly places. Right. And so we want to be led by our spirits, led by the Holy spirit that's seated in heavenly places. Mm-hmm. And so, 
Um, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, like having boundaries, like with our physical bodies, you know, yeah. working out, eating correctly, because what happens is, is if you don't do those things, then someday the day's going to come where your body is literally leading you because your physical body will be so ill yeah. and not taken care of. And the Bible says that we are like, our, our bodies are like a holy temple. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the Holy spirit lives in our body. So we should take care of that. Yeah. And I know you have more on that because yeah. you're the self-care queen. <laughs> well, so, well, so are you Jenna. I was actually just at the doctor and I like, I actually brought you up. I was like, yeah, my friend, she's real into like the homeopathic and oils. And cause I asked about the nebulizer and you know, the essential oils, <laughs> you know? So anyway, I mean, as far as like body, yeah, body care goes definitely. I, I mean, I just in agreement with what you say, there's a way to take care of ourselves. And, um, and that, that is, I mean, it brings me back to like sobriety, you know, that's been a big um, key piece for me as far as self-care goes and boundaries, you know, if I truly value sobriety, then what kind of boundaries am I going to set? I'm not going to spend, you know, um, lots of time with somebody who's using, I am not going to have alcohol in my house. Um, you know, there's just different boundaries that I set up. If I truly value, you know, so here we were talking about body, but what about spirit and faith? We've talked a lot about that and we've brought up a lot of scripture. If I truly value faith in my relationship with Christ, I am going to protect my time with him. I'm going to, and I'm trying <laughs> get up earlier, you know, spend time in the morning. We've talked about that or, or being in the word, getting in the scripture. Um, I love that we have been kind of unpacking Hebrews together, you know, in the, in our little Marco Polo, um, <laughs> uh, uh, mom's group, if you will. And so, yeah, there's just different ways we can strengthen ourselves. And it, it reminds me of David. Um, I believe David said something like, like he strengthened himself in the Lord. Right. And what does that look like? What are practical ways to have rest and boundaries when we're strengthening ourselves in the Lord. The, the number one thing that comes up for me, it's just like quieting, sitting and getting in the word of God, reading the scriptures and spending time in prayer. Well, you know, we were just talking about all the different times in the Bible where Jesus went away and yes. up to the mountain or, yes. you know, tried to get away and, you know, he's really leading us by example. Yeah. So many different scriptures. He went away. He went up to, went to spend time, um, went to spend time with his father. And, and yes, it was definitely an example. And it's just reading a book. Um, I don't have it with me, but it, I believe the author is um, Henry now, but he's talking about the significance of quiet, quieting ourselves. Yeah. And he's talking about the desert fathers, but like just examples of less words, being still. And we live in such a fast paced society now that we truly, truly need. And I'll speak for myself. I truly, truly need to do things like put my phone away, put it in, you know, maybe even set it in the other room um, so that I'm not distracted. Right. But something happens like the more time that I give in reading the word and, and in prayer, there's like this increased hunger Mm -hmm. right. Of, or when I hear you, when I hear a friend talk about, 
you know, being in the scriptures, like that's encouraging too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. Any other, and that's one thing that I wanted to mention too, was having a community of believers and asking God for that. And he will give it to you. I mean, honestly, I remember when I first came to the Lord and I just felt like I don't have any friends, you know, and you're kind of going through this transition where it's not that you don't love people, but there's a season where you, sometimes you have to walk away from some of your Mm -hmm. familiar relationships and just whatever, just so, um, it's a boundary, you know, and you'll learn how you can incorporate those relationships back into your life. If the Lord leads you to, but how much, um, you know, just having, I remember praying and, and you were one of my friends that the Lord sent me, you know? And so here we are, you know, I don't know, is it like almost a decade? I don't know. It's been a long time. It feels like a decade, but yeah. you know, we've been friends for a really long time and just having people that you can get honest with. And it's a, it's a safe place for you to talk and encourage each other. Um, even yeah. having a, ch- you know, a church family being a member, you know, in a body and, um, you know, everyone has gifts that are meant to strengthen each other and encourage each other. And, um, if you're someone who struggles with being at rest, you know, I think it's an Exodus. It says, um, the Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. So the presence of God goes with you and gives Mm -hmm. you rest. So it doesn't matter what's going on around you. Like it doesn't matter. It's, it's not, the rest isn't contingent on that. It's something Mm. supernatural that the world can't take from you. And so, um, that's just something to think about, you know, like, and ask God for more revelation on, okay, God, like I find myself constantly saying I need a break or I need a vacation. If you find yourself and that's some of the things that are going on internally, internally, um, encourage you to ask God, like, God, show me what you mean by rest. Yeah. Cause there's, there's a true rest. Like, like you're saying, no matter what's going on and, and especially now with what's happening in the world, like if you look at it too much, it can cause an unrest. And so may we be those who are truly resting in Christ and truly looking towards him and experiencing his shalom peace. When we set boundaries for ourselves when we rest and we're spending time with him we're better able to do like i said before all the things whatever it is that we're called to do mothering um you know what whatever it is and i i just have to comment too i just love what you said about um you know asking god for for a community and for friendships like that i actually had someone reach out to me um after our last podcast and just you know basically mentioning, like, I don't really have a community of women, you know, like you're talking about and how do I get that? You, you know, pray, pray and ask the Lord. He's so faithful and, um, he'll show, I just, you know, he, he shows, he shows who's going to encourage and, and who's, um, you know, going to sharpen and, and, you know, be good to be around. And so John four, speaks of, uh, Jesus talking with the Samaritan woman. And I just, I love this story so much because I've, I have found myself identifying with this woman, but she likely came to draw water in, in the middle of the day, not in the morning, 
Um, it's likely that there were other women who went in the morning and she maybe went during the day to stay away from them, or maybe they're snickering who, who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she meets Jesus. She meets Jesus in the desert place, but at a well. And you know, the story, um, I'll read, I'll read this NIV version. And then do you have the passion t- translation, Jenna? Yeah, I do. So verse four, now we had to go through Samaria. Uh, so he came to a town in Samaria. Jacob's well was there and Jesus tired as he was from his journey, sat down by the well. So, Hey, there's a, there's a point too. Jesus was weary on his journey. And what did he do? There's so much analogy in this. He sat down, he rested, but not just that, but it was at a well Mm -hmm. as we read about here. So it was just about noon when a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? Uh, So his disciples were gone at this time, but the Samaritan woman said to him, you're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? Um, And this is because Jews did not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father, Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? And so here's a key, right? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I give will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So I love, I we could read more, but I just, I just want to pause there because um, the, the point being here is Jesus's life, his ways, the living water that he gives, there's nothing else like it. And um, I, I love her response later on in the scripture, right? And, and, and Jesus's response, um, not condemning her, um, knowing full where full well her life story, not condemning her, but offering her living water. Starting in 13, because this is what's really sticking out to me. It says, if you drink from Jacob's well, you'll be thirsty again. But if anyone drinks the living water I give them, they will never be thirsty again. For when you drink the water I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit flooding you with endless life. Let me drink that water so I'll never be thirsty again and won't have to come back here to draw water.
peace I leave you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Um, Lord, I just pray that the, those listening, again, they, they come to know you, they come to know your peace. And uh, may we be those who are like Jesus did coming to you and setting time aside and um, that that hunger is truly there, Father. So I just thank you, Lord.